Father, we thank you that your word is powerful. It's anointed to bless us. Our lives will never be the same again. As we keen to your word, let your glory be seen in our lives. In Jesus' name, say a big amen. amen. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse number 39. God was addressing false prophets. Welcome to the Testimony Word Broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you. That amen is not strong. You love your life. Say a proper amen to something like that. It's powerful. The wonders of remembrance, part two. Please take your seat. In the first service, we learned something very important. The question was posed. Since we are talking about remembrance, is it that God can forget? Does God need to remember something? Is he not all-knowing? Does he have a memory issue? <laughs> Does God sometimes forget things and we need to remind him or remember him? Or does he need to remember things he has forgotten? And we learn through scriptures that when the Bible speaks about God remembering, it doesn't talk about, it's the main focus is not about memory loss. Praise the Lord. I think it's a good question to pose. And so we learned that the pattern of remembrance for God is that there were things the Bible said God remembered. God remembered Noah. Remembered past. Even in the present, he remembered. Then we learned that God said, I will remember. It's also another pattern. Praise the Lord. I will remember. Then we learned that in Psalm 8 verse 4, the Bible says that, What is man that thou art what? Mindful of. So God remembered. God said he will remember. And he forever is mindful. Of his inheritance. Are we there? Now, so we learn that when the Bible is talking about remembrance, the key focus there is not because God has forgotten that he has to remember. Indeed, you will see in all those scriptures that there are conditions that pertain and God is responding to them. In this service, I want to say that even though God does not forget, he doesn't have memory loss, he doesn't have any issue like forgetfulness, he doesn't have, you know, amnesia, they call it. He doesn't have all those issues. God, because he is sovereign, can choose to forget people. Yes. He can choose to forget. 
And the scripture we read in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 39, is saying that because of their misbehavior, he said, I will utterly forget you. Yes. I will. May nobody be in that kind of situation. I will utterly, I will, that God has the power to say that even though he doesn't have a memory issue, I have deleted you of my memory. Yes. Or anything that I want to do. It shall not be your portion. <laughs> I will utterly, that word there is key. I will utterly, completely, totally forget you. And look at the meaning the scriptures allude to that, that statement there. He said, and I will forsake you. So the person God forgets, I'm showing you the implications of being forgotten. The person that God decides to forget is also a forsaken person. God forsakes that person. I say, you are not part of his plan, active plan for a particular season. And you see, there's a way you can misbehave uh, and God will set you aside. So one of the meanings of remembrance is not to be set aside. I mean, I would take a whole time to share with you the biblical meanings of remembrance. <laughs> but he said, and I will forsake you and the city that I gave you and your fathers and cast you out of my presence. So the person who is forgotten is one that is forsaken and is one that the Lord has cast out of his presence. You see that all these things are, I will, it's an active force. Okay? It's not an automatic occurrence. I will, I will make it happen. Forget you. I will forsake you. Uh, yes, I will forsake you. Yes. I watched one movie. A guy is very funny. And the lady was standing right before him talking. And the guy was behaving like it's a ghost. So when, in fact, when he came into the room, the lady was there. He behaved like he can't see the lady. That's being forsaken. Forsaken is you are, you are being left abandoned. He said, I will actively do it. I'm just telling you that God has the power to do all these things. And he says that the person that is forgotten is also cast out of the presence of God. I will cast you out of my presence. That's it. You are no longer part of my program. And when that happens, the result is verse 40. There will be everlasting reproach and a perpetual shame that will not be forgotten. Those are the implications. There's a certain level of reprobate lifestyle that can make somebody enter into this kind of mess. But may we never enter there in Jesus' name. So you see that to be remembered is really a miracle. There's a wonder around remembrance. That if all these culminate in one being forgotten, then the person who is remembered by God stands to have a major advantage here on earth. 
That's why we are talking in this month of wonders. We are talking about the wonders of what? Remembrance. Because there is a wonder around the issue of remembrance when God decides to remember you. It's a wonder. You yourself, you will become a wonder. Raise your right hand and say, I am a wonder. I can't hear you. Say, I am a wonder. And I shall become a wonder. Because the Lord has chosen to remember me. Praise the Lord. And you will see that there are different definitions of remembrance. One of them is God being mindful of you. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5. Hebrews 11 verse 5. God be mindful of you. We have, I've, I've already quoted Psalm 8 verse 4. Maybe we can start from there. Psalm 8 verse 4. Look at it. It says that, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest. So there, there, there are people who are always on the mind of God. God wakes up and you are the lover of his heart. It's a very beautiful thing, you know. If you have not gotten there, I'm praying that you get there very soon. Yeah, very God. God just wakes up, and because of that, He says that because I am mindful of you, I visit you all the time. Even when they are away, they are visiting you emotionally. Yes. And some people too, people can be physically with them and they have traveled. So there, there is a, some wonder around. You see, the wonder is that God has decided to pay attention to your issues and to your person. I, I'm feeling this temper. It's, it's a wonder. I'm telling you. It's a wonder. So the, one of the meanings of remembrance in the Bible is that, that God is mindful of his children. God becoming mindful. In Hebrews eleven fifteen, look at that. It says that by faith, Enoch translated that he should not see death. I love it. And was not found because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. He had this testimony that he what? He pleased God. So, I want to say here that by faith, you see a man who walked with God and saw wonders miraculously was translated and he was not. When we walk with God, our experiences and encounters are not ordinary. Like Enoch. It's a supernatural flow. It's a supernatural life. And one of those supernatural lives is when God decides to remember you. You will see that you will become an extraordinary figure. You will become more than the regular guy. Because there is a whole attention of divinity towards your humanity. I'm telling you, your gift is so useless until God decides to remember you. He, when, he, he, when God becomes mindful of you, he puts you on the minds of systems and people. 
So in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, look at the scripture. Very beautiful scripture there. It says that this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord of the Lord and Savior. So he's saying that I want you to be mindful. This second epistle, he's saying that, beloved one, in both which I stir up your pure mind. There's a way, there's a stirring, say stirring. So when we say that God is mindful of someone, it means that there is a stirring, a stirring in the, in the mental zone of God or in the realm of God. And that stirring, the pro, product of that stirring is you. If you have seen a typical person who has been in coma before, when they are in coma, and sometimes they come out of coma and they don't remember anything. You see that the whole memory chip has been deleted. One of the ways they try to get them to get their memory is that they try to show them pictures. They try to reboot them to remember some occurrence of goodness of some kind of calamity or whatever, and it's able to sometimes pop people back. It's a staring. Yes. So you see that they can drive someone to a scene, an accident scene, or they can drive someone to a, a, a place where they had a positive encounter to try to reboot. Are you here with me? The mind of the person is a staring. It's a way that it just breaks. And you see that the product of that staring will be something that has happened before. Either an accident or a celebration. And I'm saying that for this staring in God, the product of that staring becomes the child of God. That what is making God to have this kind of staring of his mind on you is that it is you that has entered his mental frame. Yes. Like Abraham was about to sacrifice Isaac and it stared God up and said that because of this thing that you have done, I'm stared. In the Bible, there are many things that stir up God. Just tears him up. And when God is stirred like this, you see that he is mindful of you. He is dead and everything about him wants to work for you. Wants to see you become the person he wants you to become. He wants to, he wants to give you an advantage. He wants to build you up. He wants to promote you. He wants to empower you. He wants to prosper you. He wants to because something about you has stirred you. And one of the things that we do that can really, really make God feel stirred is when we begin to genuinely praise him. Genuinely worship him. Are you here at all? I have a whole key or keys to remembrance. Genuinely serve God. Genuinely be dedicated. Meditation. Oh my God. This one, when I was studying one of the keys, the key is meditation. When you meditate and God is the focus of your meditation. He said, oh boy, he's thinking about me. 
If he's thinking about me, I'm going to think about him. Boy, Francis is thinking about Yakoba. Yakoba got to think about Francis. Oh, boy. So I'm there. I'm saying, baby, are you thinking about me? He said, yeah, I'm so thinking about you. Yes, it's a magnetic connection. You think about me, I think about you. Meditate. And you see that it is staring God. Hey, why not? Oh, me say, oh, you me who say, Jesus. Boy, I'm praying that you marry soon so that you feel the staring that I feel. Yes. When love is catching me, it catches me big time. Boy, oh boy. Mindful. I in his plan, you are he's flowing and he's flowing with you in mind. I'm talking about the wonder, the wonders of remembrance. Oh, that you are on the mind of God. It also means not to be set aside or ignored. Yes, in the Bible, Amos 1 9. I'm showing you biblical inferences or definitions of remembrance. Thus saith the Lord. For three transgressions of Tyros. Are you there? For three transgressions of Tyros and for four. <laughs> I will not turn away the punishment thereof. Because they delivered up the whole captivity to Edom. And remembered not the brotherly covenant. They remembered not the brotherly covenant. That is, they set aside the brotherly covenant. That's why they were able to do all those bad things there. So, they ignored the covenant that was a brotherly covenant that existed between them. And because they ignored it or they set it aside, they were able to do all those things. The transgressions and the punishment and they delivered the whole captivity of Edom to whatever they did because they did not remember. They set us. Are you here at all? Yeah, that's it. So when the Bible says that God has remembered you, it's an inclusion. It means that you have been included into a program. Yeah, and look. You cannot say that every season you are part of it. Oh, oh no. Even the righteous, he bears his fruit in his season. Every season is not your season. Except God decides to make that season your season. Because he changes the times and the seasons. If you are not careful, you be always in change clean. Yeah. And I'm praying that this season you shall be included into the good things. So in a, in a world where city is dying, dollar is dying, pound is dying, euros are dying, and everything is dying, we, we have to pray that God will include us in his master economic plan. That you will not be set aside. Hey, because when they set you aside, over show. When you are ignored. So to be remembered means that you are included. You are not set aside. You are not ignored. You are, you are, you, I mean, recently, man, you played Tottenham. Yes. And the coach ignored Ronaldo, our coach, man, you coach. Ronaldo is the GOAT, greatest of all time. He was at the bench, he didn't start. And he could not understand that he is the GOAT and sheep were playing. So he got angry. 
And, and worst of all is that we scored two. So the coach didn't need him again. And then when it was like extra time, the two, two or three minutes, you know, when it was like two minutes, you say, okay, I say, ah. I just said, oh, so he felt spited and he walked away. He never dreamt that a coach could set him aside all his life for what he has attained. Hey. And when the commentaries, the commentaries start, started coming. Yes, People were saying that, how can you disgrace such a great player like that? Blah, blah, blah. And the coach said that, I respect what he has achieved, but I am here to play the team I want to play. Wow. Yes, he achieved it. I was not there when he achieved it, but I got a job to do here. They sack coach, they don't sack player. I will choose the team that will deliver the goods for me. And what I want is what I do. Are you here at all? Yes, because when I get a result, they don't suck. When I don't get a result, they suck. And they will not blame any player. So, you'll be surprised that you are the greatest of all and you can be set aside. That, that means that the coach didn't select you. Yeah, you are the most beautiful, sister. But you are kind of worried for now. You are kind of more about more Because... The one who has the power to choose has decided to set you aside. It's a serious matter. That's why to be remembered is a wonder. It's a miracle because it does not matter your competence, your skill, and the substance you have. Everyone can be set aside. And, and, and you know, on top of it is the fact that the Bible says that God takes the base things. I mean, the word base means that it's in comparison with some high materials. Some, some quality people there. And God just decides to set them aside. And he takes base things of this world to confound the wise. Boy. Yet we see in Chenya Kofobio being so on some fatta. No, by an unsusad than Yamias and Malam goes in a Befasani Panos. Well, sometimes, you know, oh, Mompaisa with him and Lucy, but Mompaisa play your bonnet. It's a confusion of vision. But he didn't buy an unsusadano, just as Anipano, oh, Tigran, eh, your goal. Yes. Oh, Tikra, there you go. Yenim so nimuto, oh no, Bejina was Adano. Oh man, you mono congregation grand ten man, Tonadi, whom no nemusa to announce one and a mosa, Muntubi, 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 San, Mussi, hey, I buy you one, so, one or so, Yamina Yenejuma. What a voice in a num, or no, so Yamisa lesson or then. Until you see that even in church, there are powerful churches, bigger churches, but some testimonies, God will not select them for it. God decides to remember some small churches and decides to do some unique things there. It is by divine selection. Praise the Lord. So it should be one of the deepest cries of your heart. When you go before your, your altar of prayer that 
God, help me one. God, remember me too. Are you here? Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. And to help me, show me mercy. Remember me. Remember me. Somebody say, remember me, God. Remember, I'm telling you, if God doesn't remember, you will never marry. If God doesn't remember you, you will never give birth. If God doesn't remember you, give birth, but the children will become something. God has to remember. Are you here at all? Is God talking to somebody? It's not. It's, the Bible says it's not of him that will let it, of him that run it. Yes. So that remembrance is not to be set as it's good that you are included. And when you are included, then there is performance also. It's God that remembers you so that when you are included, you perform. Praise the Lord. That things work. So, this particular season of economic hardship, there are people who will be included for prosperity. Anytime there's hardship, that's also the time some people become prosperous. And I'm praying that God will remember to include you in the matter. Include you. This one, when I was praying, I said, God, this season, I know you are going to make people great. Remember us in the keeper's house. And include us in the program. Do what? I can't hear you. Do what? Do what? Include us. That's a prayer. It's a powerful prayer. And you can only pray it from the place of revelation and humility. That God, you need to remember me. Praise the Lord. You know, to be remembered also means to be shown mercy. Or for God to be merciful or kind towards you. Galatians 2. Verse 10. To be merciful or kind. He said, only they would that we should remember the poor. The same which I also was forward to do. Can you give me another translation? Amplify. Say that. They only made one stipulation. That we were to remember the poor. We were to what? And you see, if you go to the root meaning of that, remember the poor, it's to, it's to be merciful towards the poor, to be kind towards the poor, which, which very thing I was also eager to do. There's a way that somebody wants to be kind to you and is eager, is eager, is in a hurry, can't wait to give you that gift, to, to show you that kindness. Like, like David was eager to show mercy or favor to Mephibosheth. When he had opportunity, he remembered that I have a covenant with Jonathan to ensure that no matter what it is, his seed should be favored. And so he couldn't wait. He combed everywhere to find Mephibosheth to show him kindness. He said, which I am also eager to do. I'm praying eh, that when God remembers you, the mercy that is coming your way, the kindness that is coming your way, it will come under pressure. Amen. That amen is so strong. I say it will come under pressure. It's kindness under pressure. Mercy under pressure. Lift up your hand. Let's pray this. Say, Father, show me mercy. Remember me with mercy, with kindness, under pressure. 
May I not be set aside. May I not be ignored. Father, may, I be, may you be mindful of me. In the name of Jesus, me and my family, be mindful of us. Don't set us aside. Show us mercy and kindness. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands and bless the Lord. Another thing you need to know is that, so knowing at least these three definitions I've, talk, I've spoken about, kind um, remembrance, it, it, it tells you that God is up to something. Yeah. Now you are on his mind, he selected you for something good, and he wants to show you mercy and kindness. Who is he going to show this mercy and kindness? Remembrance is not for the dead. Remembrance is reserved functionally for the living. Psalm 88 verse 5. It said, free among the dead, like the slender lie in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more, and they are cut off from thy hand. So, those who are in the grave, who lie in the grave, it says that he does not remember them no more. So, which are the people God remembers? Those who are not in the grave. Those who are alive. Are you here at all? They are alive. When you are alive, you qualify to be remembered. And when you are remembered, it says that you are not cut off from that, his hand. His hand is his power that works for you. So, those who are alive, they are remembered and the power of God works on their behalf. So, the living qualify for remembrance. And the wonder of remembrance is that even when God decides to remember the dead, listen to this. Whenever God decides to remember the dead, it is for the purpose of acting positively towards the living, mostly their offspring. So you see that God will remember Isaac for the sake of Abraham. God will remember Jacob for the sake of Isaac and what? Abraham. Or God will remember the Israelite. And he says that for the oath that I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I am remembering to do A, B, C, D in your life. That is, when you remember a dead person, the dead person doesn't have the direct benefit. Because when you are dead, you are dead, you are gone. The remembrance is for here. It's for where? Yeah, a major is a major remembrance as you are on earth is for years. So you have to get to that point where I mean you will live a life where even when you are gone, God remembers you, He remembers your children. That's why some families they are blessed. Because Charlie to You see that Solomon wants to be is misbehaving. And then God will say, Solo, 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 solo. Pasolo. Senyao Papa David and Kadia Mayo Pawon. So you see that, Charlie? People are not the same. Oh. Some people you see that something else is working for them. It's a wonder. You you'll be wondering how police will do a swoop. I mean it's a bad example, but and they will just let some people go. Even some people who have alarm that hey, we are coming to do swoop today, don't come there. 
Yeah, you just get a tip off. Today, don't come there. We are coming to arrest you. Today, don't come there. Don't tell anybody, but don't come there. Meanwhile, he's the kingpin. Something is working. God has remembered. I'm saying that even when God decides to remember the dead, it is for the purpose of making an impact in the lives of living people. Are you with me? Most of the times, they are offspring. Either they are children, they are children's children. You see, there's a scripture that says that the Lord has been mindful of us. He has been mindful of us and our children and our children's children. So when you are alive, one of the things you should enjoy is God remembering you. God remembering you. That every day you are on the mind of God. He's including you in program. And he's showing you mercy. So you see that when once you are alive here and you are not dead by the special grace of God, may the Lord remember you. Isaiah chapter 63 verse 10 to 5. It, it, it proves this point. Look at what the Bible says. It says that, but they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he was turned to be their enemy. God will tend to be their enemy. And he fought against them. He's talking about God and the Israelite. Then look at it. Then he remembered God who had become their enemy. Then he remembered the days of old. The next thing he remembered was Moses, their intercessor. And his people saying, where is he that brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he that put his Holy Spirit within them? He remembered the days of old. He remembered Moses. Are you here at all? He started saying that, oh, once I remember Moses and all these people, I, I won't be an, an enemy to these people any longer. Verse 12. You see, the shepherd that led them by the, the, the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them to make himself an everlasting name. Yeah, powerful power. That led them through the deep as an horse in the wilderness that they should not stumble as a beast goeth down into the valley. The spirit of the Lord caused him to rest. He says that, so did thou lead thy people to make thyself a glorious name. I like the 50. He says, look down from heaven. Look down from heaven. Tell somebody, God, look down from heaven and behold from the habitation of thy holiness and of thy glory. Where is thy zeal and thy strength? I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. You see, God became an enemy to them because they were misbehaving everywhere. Then he remembered Moses, their shepherd. When he remembered, now he said, okay. Okay, let me forget the matter. So, even though, I mean, it looks like the posture is like he was not ready to help them. He was ready to fight them and chop them down. But once he remembered Moses, he now said, ah, am I not the one who put my spirit in them? Am I not the one who has brought them this far? Am I not the one who made her to pick the pregnancy? I know there's fibroid there. I know there's pregnancy counseling element and hormones there. But am I not the one who put the seed there? He just remembered. Oh. He just remembered. Then he remembered Moses. Then God said, oh, so me now, where is my zeal of doing good? 
He just remembered. Where is my strength? He looked down from heaven. Look, that verse 15, eh? go and memorize it. Put it there. Say, look down from heaven and behold from the habitation of thy holiness and of thy glory. Where is thy zeal and thy strength? The sounding of thy bowels show mercy and of thy mercies towards me. Are they restrained? Too powerful. Look, don't let anybody use grammar to tell you that God doesn't lose his memory so there's no need for remembrance. Sometimes you hear messages like that. They are not biblical position. They are, people are just using their mind. Why does God kill good people? God has not saved good people. Jesus did not come here to save good people or to kill good people. He said you have to be righteous. Righteousness is the standard. It's not goodness is moral. And morality is not access to the kingdom of God. It's righteousness. When I was in the party, you're good. That's what I say. What is the measure of goodness that he gives to orphans? That he gives to how about if he's, he's, he's sacrificing the same orphans to give them? So leave the matter. Where is your zeal? God will remember you. That when it's time for remembrance, it says, look from heaven. Look from your holy habitation. Look and have zeal. Eh, now support me. You say support a or support a crutch and play and all park and so When God remembers, you see that who say me with two you would take some steps to make some things happen because he has decided to remember you. I'm praying that this November God will remember somebody. Yeah, God will remember you. Pa, serious remembrance. Now, you know, I'll just share something briefly with you. When God decides to remember you, there are some things that begin to happen. In Genesis nineteen twenty nine, look at that. Genesis nineteen twenty nine. Look at something. This is God remembering Lot, and it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain. That God remembered Abraham. He did what? God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow. When he overthrew the cities in the which Lot dwelt. So Lot was in Sodom and Gomorrah. God had sent angels to go and burn it down. And when the angels were about to burn everything down, God remembered Abraham. And the angels went to Lot's house. And they told Lot that hastily move. Live here. You and your house. Go. Because we are about to burn this whole place down. The Bible said the reason why they were giving that concession is because God remembered Abraham. And of course you and I know that Abraham was interceding before God. Negotiating. Are you here with me? And he said, if you see 10, 20, 5, will you destroy? And God said that if I see 10, I will not destroy. So when God was about to destroy, he remembered that he has had an agreement with Abraham. Sometimes uh, you are not the one God will remember. He will just remember Kippah's house. Are you here at all? He will remember because one of the things God remembers is a congregation. That you are part of this. The accident must not happen. 
Because maybe he has promised me that I'm not going to bury anybody young. Ever. Ever. So that I can't even tell you. I say, bye, but I say, wouldn't you, wouldn't you, like Paul said, because I am here, there shall be no loss of life. God remembered Abraham and delivered Lot. Oh, may God remember his covenant with this house and save you and your house and your business. That amen is not coming out at all. May God, may God remember. May God remember. You see, when I was very young, I didn't have a parent that would be going to church with me. I found my way to church. If you are here, you have your parent bring you to church, eh? Learn how to walk by faith. It's like the entitlement is too much. Yeah, because there can be a way that you are here but you are absent-minded. Some people, their parents, they take them to nightclub. I don't even know why I'm digressing. If you are ever taken to church by your parents, yeah, maybe you're a young lady, young guy, or someone invited you to church, <laughs> Thank God that you were not invited to where distraction is. And you have to make the best of the moment. Yeah. Today in churches there are different nationalities that make up a church. And God has a plan. Why somebody is a Togolese but is here in Medina? He wants to do something. He wants to remember that person. Why someone is a Nigerian but he's here? Why somebody is a Ghanaian but is in Lagos? Why, like we are not here by chance. God has decided to remember us and include us into the program. Are you here at all? He's chosen this place for you. So when he's speaking and power is coming, you receive it all. You re I'm telling you, this month and next month, it's a prophetic month. They are prophetic man. God will just be releasing what should be happening. And will be declaring it in the name of Jesus. I'm saying that may God remember this house. And deliver you and your house from anything you must be delivered from. Yes. You will never enter shame. Yes. It's too powerful. But he remembered Abraham and he said that. Let me bring Lot out. So, when God remembers, he delivers. This economy, the economy is burning. It's on fire. But God has decided that he will remember this house and deliver you from the fire that is burning everywhere. In fact, you will never see the fire in Jesus' name. We quoted a scripture in Genesis chapter 30 verse 22 to 23 about Rachel. Genesis 30, 22, he says that, and God remembered Rachel. Put your name there. And God remembered Francis. Say, and God remembered me. Yeah, and God remembered Rachel. And God hearkened to her. That's one, one benefit. Once God remembers you, one of the things he's going to do is that he's going to hear you out. And hearkened unto her and opened her womb. She was barren. God remembered her, hearkened unto her and opened her womb. There are people here who, who must be heard. Attention must be given to you. But prior to the remembrance, attention is not given to you. But when God remembers you, one of the things you see is that you see that you are being given attention. You are being given what? Atten it's not just attention. Attention that will make the people willing to do. 
That, that's the meaning of hacking. Yes. Not just hearing. Hacking. Mate, meye. Yes. Willing to do. Then there are things that must be open. There are fruit. There's a fruitfulness that must come to your life. So God had and God made her fruitful. I'm telling you, one of the miracles in this life is how God makes one person give birth and another person is not able to give birth. It's a miracle, yeah. Hey? Don't let anybody use the number of children you have to insult you. And what will be brave? Six, seven, eight. Look, wow, wow, wow. Because Praise the Lord. It's a miracle. It's a, it's, a, it's a dangerous miracle. Some family, everybody will give birth one, 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 one. No matter who you are, one. Because it's a miracle to give birth. Yeah. When you read the book of Ruth, he says that it is God who makes people to conceive. In fact, at some point, he even asked them a question. He said, do you know how bones are formed in a human being? It's a miracle. And so you see in the Bible that for many people who gave birth, God had to remember them. Sarah was remembered. Elizabeth was remembered. Are you with me? Hannah was remembered. And God remembered Hannah. God remembered Rachel. Great women, but they had to be remembered. Fruitfulness is not normal. If it is normal, everyone will be rich. And I'm not talking about just gynecological fruitfulness. So that you, Bible said, be fruitful in the land. That your land, your business, your career will be fruitful. It's not normal. You can be in the same office with people, they are fruitful, and you are not fruitful. Because it's a wonder, it's a miracle. It's a, that's why people enter Shrino. Because they need the wonder of seeing fruitfulness by the effort they put into the work they do. So in this November, one of the things God is going to do is that he's going to remember you. Put your name there. He's going to remember Francis. And say as a result of that, I and my house, we are going to be fruitful. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say as I'm declaring it with my mouth. I am seeing the testimonies happening. Say, I and my house, we shall see fruitfulness in the mighty name of Jesus. Raise your right hand and say, anywhere there is barrenness, I command it broken in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, remember me and let unfruitfulness scatter, 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 scatter. Listen, from today, the thing that has been yielding 10, 10, 10, 10 in your hand will start yielding 100, 1,000, 10,000, 1 million, and it will start yielding, it will start multiplying. May you see multiplication. May you see, fr- I'm not hearing you at all. Kai, see fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. 
podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org one word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.